So hi, welcome to the Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Kyle from the Unlikely Candidates. And we're asking some questions today about their upcoming album, Panther Island. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Uh, it's good. It's coming out in May, but so far the singles that we put out on it have been uh, pretty good. So I'm just, just really excited to get the rest of that out of there. We we chatted with you back in 2020 when you guys were kind of rolling singles out for this. Was the album supposed to come out like that? Have you guys had it done for that long? We yeah, basically yeah. We kind of we had some things tied up in paperwork that pushed it back, but it was kind of nice having that extra time, anyways, to kind of like finalize stuff. But yeah, it's this album has technically been ready for like almost like two years. Holy shit. Like since the pandemic i probably finished it towards the end of 2020 that's crazy oh my god has the album changed at all from the time you guys finished it to up to now uh somewhat like some like mixing stuff for, but for the most part like song wise it's all the same okay okay that's good you're still happy with it then that's that's yeah good. i've i've changed the lineup of the songs like a million times like <laughs> listing but like <laughs> as far as the songs it's all the same Okay, that's good. That's good. So is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art? Yeah, so the title is called Panther Island, the city that we're from, Fort Worth. Uh, its nickname is Panther City. Oh. Um, I guess I, I some people say it came from the fact that like a panther escaped from the zoo and was hanging out in the city. Um other i think i heard something yesterday that like people from dallas called it panther city because like a panther could walk down the street and nobody would notice because the town was so empty (laughs) i don't know which i like the first one better yeah um but basically um and then i got the island part uh mainly because like our band has kind of been centered in the city for a long time kind of isolated from the rest of like the greater music world and like we've always done our stuff in the city so it kind of felt like we were on an island and during the pandemic especially it kind of felt like everybody was on their own little island so i went with panther island all right fair enough. and the cover art the cover art was we worked with this guy at the very beginning of the pandemic uh i found this guy randomly through like art instagrams named nasheed chroma and he had just really started he used to be like an architect and he decided during the pandemic, he's like, I'm going to follow my dreams. I'm going to start like trying to do art as like a life thing. And I found his stuff very early on. And I had him, I worked with him on our high low cover art and me and him just basically hit it off and we'd become like best friends, kind of like supporting each other in our little artist ways. Oh. And uh, when I knew that we needed to do an album cover i just hit him up and i was like hey man whatever you want to do like i just want you to be the guy so yeah little little art bromance that's that's sick i love that yeah i love that you you helped a a small artist like find their their path and you gave him the opportunity to work yeah That's, that's pretty big i mean he's massive now he went from like i think i met him he had like 15 or maybe 12,000 followers and now he's got like 140,000 followers wow oh my god so he's popped off he does like a lot of like he'll do like popular like celebrities and stuff and kind of do them in like cool like interesting ways here look I've got I've actually got one on my wall I can show you guys this is a tame impala that's yeah that's so cool yeah it does like 
famous person, colorful, the uh, flower, which is very uh, similar to like ours, kind of. Yeah. That, that is so sick. I love that. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. As you should be. Yeah. Well, work with people you're a fan of, man. It's mm -hmm. Always a good call. So true. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? Uh, it was a weird one. Usually we go into the studio um, and write with our producer, but obviously couldn't do that because it's the middle of the pandemic. So what we did was like we did a lot of stuff over FaceTime, mm -hmm. which was really weird and mm -hmm. took a long time to kind of get used to. So it'd just be like us. He would send we would send him a track then he would work on a little bit and send it back to us. And then we like I would sit there on the track and we try and come up with ideas and like parts and stuff like that uh, over Zoom. And then I basically would record it in my closet because we didn't really have like a studio at the time. So it was basically all done in a bedroom. Super DIY. Wow. OK. Yeah. yeah. What was it like kind of uh, moving your entire writing process to basically in home versus, you know, working with your producer face to face? I mean, we do a lot of writing like on our own, like in our rooms and like we have like a little studio or whatever. But like, yeah, the entire process, like writing over Zoom and then like setting up my closet to like yeah. be an actual recording booth. Like that was pretty weird. So I spent, yeah, like a lot of creative time within, you know, four walls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this album and the meaning behind it. Oh, man. Uh, there's one of Gemini that I always really liked. Uh, it's, it's. Um, oh, man, I'm only good at remembering this stuff whenever I'm singing it. If I have to think about it, it's like, uh, oh, yeah, I want to know what's on the dark side of the moon. I want to know the face that no one sees but you. Oh, that's really so that's good. like that's like cool it's like you never really know you never really know like the true true face of people like very rarely do you like see that side of them that like most intimate most real side of them and like i guess this song is about you know kind of like getting lost in you know the misunderstandings between people and like i guess that part of it was just hoping that you could actually see the truest face of somebody but mm -hmm. you can't so yeah it's a very good that's a very good lyric it is. Um, thank you so you you mentioned that you you shuffled the track list a million times so like how, how what was that process like did you write write the opener be the opener closer be the closer shuffle around see what fits what was that like not, not really i just like i kept switching them around because it's like i couldn't tell what i wanted the main vibe to be at the beginning like we had gemini's like this kind of soul dance pop song mm -hmm. like and then but like some of the other stuff's darker has like almost like his hip-hop like west coast like influence so i was just trying to figure out like i basically just ended up pairing songs that kind of went together so that they would transition well mm -hmm. but like i'm still not sure i did a good job i guess we'll find out i think the album flows pretty well yeah you did <laughs> okay. really good oh thank you i appreciate yeah. it i haven't gotten like a ton of feedback on like the uh the order so that's good to hear all right. <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. Don't doubt yourself on it. Thank You're just you. going to drive yourself insane. Too it's too late now anyways. It's already locked in there. So exactly. True. So would you be able to tell us where Headspace is at while you're creating this record? 
Um, I mean, it was pretty depressing because we're all just kind of in our homes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like some of the track, I mean, a lot of the tracks definitely are like even the setting of like what the songs are about are based in a bedroom. Like there's literally a song called in my room where I'm yeah. just like bored in my room yeah. and talking about what that's like. Uh, the other one, like one of the other ones was like, like sunshine. There was like a lot of like current events and popular events like that. I was just basically watching through my phone and cause there was a lot of stuff going on that year. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically all that kind of funneled into a song. So it was just like a lot of, yeah, a lot of being in my room and like that kind of like bled onto the tracks for sure. 100%. So definitely influenced by the setting. All right. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should they do it in the car with friends, in the dark with headphones on? Is it a workout uh, album, party no. album? What do you personally it's recommend? It's a good question. I mean, like all the songs we write are like pretty different from one another. So it's like, I think there's probably one for every occasion. Uh, I don't know, just go take a walk, like just uh, put on your headphones, go take a walk. Whenever I was like mixing everything and getting the album together, I, us I usually did that. Just go have a moody walk, go have like a walk in the sun, just walk it out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So when you got the final masters, did you just take a walk or was that only for kind of like everything before that? I've literally like whenever I'm like talking on the phone to somebody or like, listening to tracks like i'm oh i just like do this like loop around my neighborhood so it's like basically throughout the entire process i was walking i didn't even think about that yeah i like walked pretty religiously through this entire album I wonder how many miles i did while listening to those songs it kept you nice probably, and fit probably, while you couldn't play shows <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. is that just how you usually do it like do you do that for all your records or was it just for this album uh i guess just for this one i didn't really have anywhere to go so i just mm -hmm. walked i don't <laughs> Fair okay. enough. i guess i mean my my guitarist like he'll listen to it in his car that's like the test for him yeah um but yeah i guess i was just walking so. right. okay yeah. i was just curious I was just... does it pass the yeah. walk test so yes and no i guess yeah all right yeah, that's fair uh, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words no more no less melodic and eclectic okay that's perfect Very yeah good. we'll take it we'll take all it right. all right cool. uh, so in that same train of thought is there a certain feeling or emotion you want your listeners to have while going through the album <sighs> no it's all so different i guess just try and find the moments of sincerity in it that you can kind of match up with your own life i guess Fair enough. Dance, I don't know, whatever you want to do. Either either or. We're kind of like, you know, trying to get a good mix between like dance and meaning. So as long as you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sure. So what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this album? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh favorite memory. I don't know. Like honestly it was just funny trying to figure out how to do zoom stuff mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. like just how like like if two people are speaking or singing at the same time you can't really hear either of you so it's yeah. like there's a lot of figuring out zoom i guess that was funny otherwise like i wish i could be like oh yeah we're like rocking out but it's like it's just me in my room so it's like i i don't know i don't know me in my room yeah, snack, okay. snack breaks <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so much fun running into the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Best part of the day. Um, yeah. What was that transition like, though? Like moving from the studio into like being secluded in your home, recording over Zoom, trying not to talk over each other so you can hear everyone. Which is weird. I mean, it's I think I think everyone kind of had to figure out how to do Zoom stuff. And I, I don't think I've met anybody who enjoyed doing Zoom more than being in a room with somebody. It's a lot harder. Like, like you said, like you can't really hear each other. So you're singing over each other. If there's like more than like two people on the Zoom call, it's hard to like, you know, organize everyone speaking. I'm sure you guys know, like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think that was probably the weirdest part of it all. Just really figuring out how to like deal with that little bit of element in between all of us writing. Yeah, we, we've obviously we've spoken to a lot of people that have written over Zoom and everything. And it was like, no one really loved it, of course. But there were people mm-hmm. that were like, I would do it again if I had to. And other people that were like, I just won't write an album if it comes to that again, you know? I like I get it I think I could do I could definitely do it again it was just like it's so much like nicer to be in a room with people where you can like you know catch the vibe that they're on and like fix stuff in real time like if they want to record something or I want to lay something down like I can literally just like walk up to the microphone I don't have to be like all right let's record that and then I'm gonna go record it in my closet later and then I'll send it to you and then you send the tweaks back and then send it to me and then I'll re-record it there's a whole lot of that. So yeah. yeah. Convenience wow. alone was rough. Yeah. Oh, for sure. God. Um, so picture this, you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Oh man. I wonder if I've got like, this one's pretty, this is pretty gross. And like, I wouldn't, I'm just, it, the only thing that's coming to my mind is like, uh, like pork rinds. Oh. It's a very polarizing <laughs> snack. It's a very polarizing snack, but that's the only thing I can think of right now. Smoke the van, dude. I mean, at least yeah. you're honest. You're not going to yeah. tell us, like, unsalted almonds, you know? And that's Ew. just a complete lie. That might be worse. Probably that's, not. Yeah, that's also but... disgusting. Yeah. Okay, well, now let's not, not go too hard on unsalted almonds, because I do like unsalted almonds. I am going to make fun of you for this one later. I like pork rinds, so, you know. Like, uh, we can bond over that. It's, yeah. it's great. It's great. I respect you. I respect you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, so, on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be? <sighs> what dish would we be? Maybe just like an everything pizza. I don't know. Ooh. Maybe. Okay. I don't know why I'm going with that. We always have a funny question in the band that we ask um, like, if you were cheese, what cheese would you be mm-hmm. and why? Yeah. <laughs> And I, I think mine was just sharp cheddar. It's like, oh. it's like got a little bit of, got a little bit of spike to it, but it's still like, you know, very, it goes on a lot of things. You know? Yeah. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? What, what would be your cheese? Oh, my oh, cheese. I'm vegan. This is yeah. a problem. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. um, you can be vegan cheese. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. going to have to go exactly. with that one. Yeah. Um, maybe Havarti. It's one of my favorite oh. cheeses. It's very That's smooth. Great. That's um, a good cheese, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like Havarti. It's one of my favorites. All right. It sounds like the, the band are a bunch of cheese fans, so maybe you guys would just be like a cheese board of all different types of yeah, cheese. Yeah, I mean, oh, I'd be down with that. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, we get we get cheese boards occasionally in our uh, green rooms. And Jared lives in Wisconsin now, which is basically oh, wow. automatically makes you a cheese aficionado, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Of course. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm dressed like cheese right now, honestly. There you go, I yeah. I don't realize Sharp cheddar. I was like, wow, 
there it is right there <laughs> i love that becoming the cheese i love there you go cool. uh yeah. so for the last couple of questions we're going to shift completely away from music and cheese uh cool. so if you could be one animal for the rest of your life what animal would you be and why i mean it'd always be cool to just to be like a really like awesome bird like whatever the bird that has to deal with the least trouble is that can fly that's a good answer i don't know like a okay. super, super like top of the food chain bird because you okay, can fly like- being able to fly is pretty tight like you can pretty much go anywhere and like if someone's trying to attack you you're just like peace true yeah i love yeah. that maybe like an eagle because i think it's like illegal to, like of- kill eagles or something yeah like yeah. a giant giant eagle yeah yeah i love that cool it's perfect Thanks. Thanks. So if you could have lunch with any celebrity or artist, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Celebrity or artist. Hmm. I mean, I would love to like, like, I guess, like meet, I don't know, Connor Oberst has always been like a, uh, like a lyrical, like uh, muse of mine, like always found his brain pretty fascinating um donald glover would be probably pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, and then um yeah because he's kind of got both sides of it. He's kind of got like the art brain of like many different kind of ways yeah um or like damon alborn from the uh, gorillas and blur mm-hmm. that'd be cool yeah cool. good answers yeah. thank you for this last question boom you're on a design you, you can bring one movie one album and one person who and what are you bringing one album one movie one person mm-hmm. i guess the movie the movies that's the hardest one i don't know why that one's so difficult the album would probably be is this it by the strokes i've okay. just listened to that one so many times like you could probably listen to it a million more mm-hmm. um one person that's tough I'm trying to think of everyone i know i'm like i don't know i don't know if i could be on an island for you with you forever you know you also exactly, have to be careful because yeah. i would say i would say <laughs> Like uh, my buddy Cole, who's in the band, but we'd probably kill each other like a day in. Um, maybe maybe it's a very big island. You guys can have a big island. Oh, yeah. so we got like space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a little bit of trees in I'll between you guys. Bring, probably still wouldn't bring Cole. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Poor Cole. I don't know who else. I don't know. That's a tough one. I'll just I'll just go with Cole. Sure. Okay. okay. He's going to be real bummed out. He didn't want to be on my metaphorical island either with me. Uh, a movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, man, what's just like an all-around good movie that I could watch a bunch? Mm-hmm. I don't even know, like, honestly. Like, uh, I don't know. Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind. That's a good movie. Oh, okay. I just, I'm just i just throw that one out. I don't, I don't think that would bring that movie, but like that's a movie I can remember right now that I like. So fair that's enough. Fair. I've never heard of it. What uh, what genre is it? <sighs> it's really weird. It's a really weird movie. Um, it's got Jim Carrey, oh. Keith Winslet, oh. and basically the plot is people can go to a place where they can have their memories deleted. So mm. this guy is in a breakup. And uh, he goes to this place and they have the memories deleted. But the thing is, like, while he's having the memories deleted, he's like in his mind, kind of like Inception, like fighting it. So it's like really trippy because like 
times changing and like you're going through the relationship backwards to forwards and it's very trippy very trippy movie i would have to check that out that sounds really cool it's a really good movie sounds good okay all right uh so as i said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you would like to plug uh just the album we got um sunshine is out now we got how i am is coming out on the 20 something 20 something (laughs) second 29th um (laughs) yeah and then uh may 20th 520 our album panther island is coming out hell yeah plugged Boom. Uh, well, thank you for now. This has been Kyle from The Unlikely Candidates, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>